morning and warm Pacific greetings. We are back with another episode and we are so happy to be here. I'm very excited about today. Morena, um, morena Isoa, thank you for coming to the show. We have a very special guest today. I know, she's great. She's amazing. She's she's awesome. And she we love her. she smells nice too. <laughs> yes. When she came in and hugged me, I was like, oh, Tina, you smell nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we're so excited about the show. But our special guest for this morning, how are you, Ernestina Bonzomaro? How Girl, are you today? I am feeling so fine. And I was happy because I saw said I smell good. So the other days, am I smelling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling great. <laughs> uh, so for our viewers who are tuning in today, if you don't know who Tina is, but I know a lot of you already know who she is. She is the CEO and director of EBM Artistry. It is a talent agency um, that focuses on recruiting EBM models and with its slogan, be you and be fearless. Um, it focuses on helping to bring out the beauty of our indigenous people and finding inner beauty and making it visible. I think that's so awesome. Um, she's also a producer. She's a host for 531PI. Shout out to 531PI. She loves her community. She loves dance. But most of all, she has a heart and passion for our people, which is what I love about her the most. And she's got so much to share with us today. How's your week been? Oh, my God, fam. I'm just feeling like you guys are bringing in me vibes. So my goosebumps and my afros probably got a little bit bigger. <laughs> um, but the week's been so lit. It's been amazing. Um, we've been out and about with our community, but also what's been happening um, with the flooding and all of that. Absolutely. Stuff, all mm. of it. Mm. So bring in the good vibes and also just keeping it lit and happy. So yeah. week's been great, fam. Well, we're so happy to know that you're doing well and especially the work you've been doing around helping the community with the floods. Mm. Um, our poor Aingas uh, out in Mangele. Um, man, it was so bad. But thank you so much for your work, Tina. We really appreciate it. Um, on today's show, we usually talk about things that are going around in social media circles and <laughs> some problematic issues that is in relation to our Pacific communities. Mm. Um, and uh, Iso is going to take us on uh, a journey. <laughs> I want to take you guys on a journey because uh, yeah, this poet here, uh, you know, the young uh, Tosiata Avia, uh, there have been calls from uh, certain oh. people on the political spectrum yep. to, uh, you know, pull funding from her because... Uh, she penned a poem that's uh they called racist mm. they said it was racist um, yeah so do um, you, they said it was an attack on white people you guys mind if i read you guys the poem of course yeah let's go for it <clears throat> take me I, to the land take you to the land <laughs> freedom 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 all right i'm gonna 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 have to straight face this okay let's do this okay hey james yeah you in the white wig, in that big endeavor, sailing the blue, blue water, like a big, you, James, I heard someone shoved a knife, right up, into the gap between your white ribs, at Gealakekoa Bay, I'm gonna go there, like a big, I'm gonna go there, make a big, Makahiki luau, cook a white pig, feed it to the dogs, and f*** you up. Hey James, it's us. These days we're driving around in SUVs, looking for you, or white men like you, who might be thieves, or rapists, or kidnappers, 
or murderers, yeah, or any of your descendants or your incarnations, because you know, we're going to you up. Tonight, James, it's me, Lani, Dan- Danielle, and a car full of brown girls. We find you on the corner of the Justice Precinct. You've got another woman in a headlock, and I've got my father's pig hunting knife in my fist. And we're coming to get you, sailing around in your resolution, your friendship, your discovery, and your free love. Watch your ribs, James, because I'm coming with Kalani Opu'u. Who was a god and Nua'a, who was a king, who was king with a knife. And then, James, then we're gonna f you up for good. By Tusiatavia. I hope I didn't butcher it. But yeah, that was a poem. That was a poem. Damn. God damn, is my hair still on? Yeah. <laughs> I thought is that was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a poem. Wow. So that was the poem yeah. that upset God so many damn. people. Poetry is art to me, man. Yeah, you know how many films we have? How many Oof. like books that we have on history that's been remade and has these things? But now this is problematic. To, to white New Zealand, certain white New Zealanders. Mm. You know, they're saying that it is racist. It is an attack on the ancestors of James Cook. How do you guys feel about this poem? What do you guys think about it? Yeah, what do you think of what I just read to you, uh, Tina? Damn, you know what? That was powerful. I have to say that's... <laughs> like, it had all the emotions there. I was laughing and then I was like... I felt like someone was going like this to me while I was listening to right. it. But because that's how powerful it was. Mm. And I think like it was real mm. because this is someone's, this is how someone's feeling inside. And we always, why do we always put like a seal around something? Yeah. Like, like, don't be too angry. Don't be, <laughs> don't be too sad. We don't want to yeah. see you cry. It's going to make us frail. Exactly. Yeah. So mm. when Saul was like saying it how it is, and this is why I love it. She was expressing how it is. And I think like when someone's actually being real with themselves for the first time, that's how I was kind of looking like, Oh, mm. <laughs> oh my God, it's so saying what I think he's saying because I was yeah. just like, This is a real ass poem. Mm. <laughs> and she went there. Absolutely. And I think they hurt. Because if someone was to, like, for example, if someone was saying that about my ancestry line or, you know, of course I'll get angry, but I'll, you know, you got to respect the truth behind it as well. Like, mm. whoa, that he really did that. Yeah. And he really did that to some of our people. So, mm. We just gotta, yeah, for me, the way I see it, like, oh man, history is history, yay. History is history. We gotta, history is history. We gotta, yeah. like, you know, when you're trying to surf, but sometimes we always fall mm. when we're trying to surf. We gotta just go off the wave. And if, imagine if someone white was kind of saying that from our perspective as Polynesian or indigenous, we gotta take it by the, you know, take it by the hair, take it by the afro and mm. be like, oh, that's someone expressing how they're feeling. Mm. So, I, Kudos to her, man, for yeah. just... Wait, is that a girl or a guy? It's a girl. Okay, <laughs> girl, I love it. But I just have to say, thanks for being real. Thanks for putting it and saying it that way. I don't know why people are, con- are cutting out the funding for just 
Oh, someone... Yeah, they're calling for the funding to be pulled. Yeah. Why? Um, I can see why. This is not some. This is not a poem that you. Wait, read why to can you see why? I, whoa. Because I can dive into this deep and really dissect the <laughs> no, words. I can see why because a lot of you know people who would who would look at it from the point of view of you know uh, histories. You said history is history mm. and should just leave it in the past. You know, you know what what they did. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a colonizer. I didn't colonize. You it's know, not my fault. It's not yeah. my fault. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I'm not benefiting from what James Cook did. Mm. That's sure? the question. Are you sure? Um. So from you know, so a lot of people who are offended are just kind of like, oh, so you, okay. So when the shoes on the other foot now, and we're venting our anger, right? You know, mm. as brown as indigenous people who got taken advantage of Mm. um yeah now all of a sudden oh it's wrong Mm. you know and i'm and i'm kind of you know and i and i see where you're coming from where you're like cool vent your anger but i also can understand why some people look at and be like oh this is getting angry at us white people but no yeah. not really it's getting yes. angry at white people who are murderers thieves and rapists, rapists you know so that's where i kind of see it like you know i see where it's coming from it's like oh this, if anything this poem is encouraging vigilantism yeah it's encouraging batman <laughs> <laughs> okay. somehow we always got to go back to batman with um with these saw but <laughs> I totally get where you're going. I love that. I love that. Because don't trust the police. Yeah. Don't trust the police. The son of the police. (laughs) But I'm just going to say, if anything pops off, you should call the police because you can't call Batman. Yeah. Because he's not real. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Come along. For sure. I think my initial thoughts around it was I read it and I cracked up. Because I was like, I don't know, this is how you could do poetry. Like, holy crap, I'm going to start writing poetry now. Because this is so cool. Like, she's expressing, in a way, Islanders express. Like, bro, we're going to come and stop you, bro. You wait, man. We're like around the corner. And I love that she incorporated (laughs) that into poetry. Because I personally have have always seen poetry as like Shakespeare kind of vibes. That's because I haven't dived into Mm. like poetry as a whole. But um, to me, yeah, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, okay, this is poetry. Bang. We got to see this from an art perspective, not from a, is what she's doing progressive? Right. You know, like, I get the language she's using is very triggering for <laughs> white people. It'll, it's, you know, it triggers that white fragility that they have. But where is where are you directing your anger mm. is my question. Like, direct your anger in the right place. Understand that it is an art form. It yeah. is poetry. Yes, we get it as public funding. But who are you guys to decide, you know, and these are people who are advocates for free speech. Mm. They're like, free speech, free speech. So if you're yelling free speech on like your platform, Mm. allow it to happen. And it's art. It's not like she's going to create an entire like business around destroying (laughs) white people. It's just a freaking poem. Like, yeah, but that was my thought. Yeah, she's not just for just for the record. We're not encouraging violence. Yes, yes. Exactly. It's just, it's just like dance, eh? Yeah. yeah. Like dance, the way you pick your jab. Like crumping, like, right? Crump. Yeah, yeah. White people say it. Like, mm. 
you know, whether you're white, European, Latin, or Chinese, say what you gotta say. Yeah. Are we too black? Yeah. Is my voice too thick? Like, say it. How she swear it. Mm. I think they've been a little bit too afraid of, you know, saying what they like. Say it. I think mm. it's art. And I, you know, as Indigenous and Pacific people, I think we will respect realness. Yes. Mm. Because Yo. as an artist, she would be like, oh. That's how she. Yeah. That's how but, she's feeling. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's how. If I had older sisters, like, but I've got older cousins. Mm. Um, I can hear them. Yeah. Saying that I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I laughed. I was like, this literally sounds like after school, and I like, you know, piss yeah, someone off. Yeah, and, piss yeah. someone off, like on the playground, <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> you know, you're like. You know, you say that to you say that to that, that dude who yeah. you know trying to step you out. But she's saying it's a James Cook. Exactly. Exactly. I think, and also saw because when you were saying it as well, I was like, you know, I haven't seen Saw like swear like the way he's swearing at. So even to me, when you were swearing, oh, we haven't hung out enough then. I was like, whoa, you know, this girl's keeping it like, yeah. She's coming out. She ain't even afraid of. She's not afraid, yeah, and I. She's not I have, afraid. Yeah, I appreciate that boldness. I ha- I have a rebuttal poem. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's hear your <laughs> rebuttal poem. Let's get it going. Okay, it's called. But he's dead now. <laughs> All right. But he's dead. But now. he's dead now. James Cook invaded our countries, spread syphilis, and different diseases around the world. Look at what you've done. But you can't. Because he's dead now. <laughs> he's dead now. Drop the mic. Boom. <laughs> James Cook. Where's your thingy? Oh, oh, yeah. James Cook. The British came and stole New Zealand land. Australian <laughs> land. All these different countries from indigenous people. Look at what you did. But we can't do that anymore. Because you're dead now. <laughs> I think Esau has a very aspiring I'm, career in poetry. I'm not, I'm not finished yet. It's still a work in progress. Oh, we're still going, we're still going. But uh, James Cook, you know what? Look at the world you've made. You stupid. But we can't do anything because he's dead now. All we can do is encourage people to be better. Exactly. And that's the positive note that I want to... To end with. Sorry if I'm ending your poem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry um, if I'm ending your poem. This is just getting the poem. It's all right. You saw I had a poem, but he's dead now. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I loved your poem. Thank you. I think you should um, embrace poetry <laughs> in your future career. Um, but now, honestly, I just want to thank Tusiata Avia for really putting into perspective for me of what poetry can sound like mm. and be like i have an idea yes i think they should offer tusiata via a knighthood oh. call her a dame and then tusiata via is like i hate you james <laughs> cook we're gonna give her the mic <laughs> we would have honestly we'd have People to would probably be on there like toes like oh my god what is she gonna say to e- me exactly but shout out honestly shout out to siata via you honestly clapping because you really really made an impact with that not only to our bus speaker but also to the frail white <laughs> attitudes that we've been seeing online so 
keep up the good work. I'm so proud of you and you were so deserving of that funding. Now, since we have Tina as a guest, we've asked her what is the most <laughs> inspiring quote or what is the quote that she lives by? So Tina, I want to give the mic to you. What is the quote that you wanted to share with us today? My quote, after our epic as poetry. Slam <laughs> <laughs> poet. Mm-hmm. Poetry. <laughs> give me, give me um, thrills. It is be you, be fearless. Yep. I love that quote. I love that quote because just like our sister there that did, I'm, I'm going to be honest with, with that. I have never seen any of her poetry. So now I know she's a badass queen. <laughs> I'm going to be Googling her up and uh, I'm going to be like, girls, today we're going to be reading a book yeah. <laughs> to give us confidence before we go on the fashion. Do it, do, do it. Fashion thing. But I love that quote because, um, you know, just even coming into this, you know, this place, going into anywhere where you feel uncomfortable, I think we need to switch on to being you, being fearless. You just kind of get into that zone like, okay, I ain't going to put any filters on. Mm. I'm just going to go out and just be me. So I kind of carry that with anyone, everyone, whether you're young, even to make the small kids. Mm, yeah. Be you, be fearless. They're probably yeah. like, what is she saying? <laughs> probably yeah. just shouting at me like, mm. but I just love saying that because like, I've seen a lot of my friends and now people, they kind of like don't really be themselves because they're too scared to be themselves because they're just kind of like, it's like that poetry. Like, you know, she could have like done it in like a, you know, quiet, nice, nice, make their feelings good. (laughs) Yeah, she could have built like these beautiful metaphors and all of this sort of stuff. But she was just like, she was just like, nah, here's the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like I love I love that vibe. You know, she's being her. She's being fearless. Yeah. And like we just gotta be ourselves. Cause if we're not, yeah, we're not gonna hear saw swear like that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I hey. think that's true. What? I didn't swear in my normal language. <laughs> you know what? Since since you since you're uh, calling me a potty mouth oh. for uh, all of my colorful usage of the English language <laughs> here today, um, when you said you know be you be a f- be fearless, mm. um, <clears throat> what is it? It reminded me of a uh, uh, a verse in Psalms. Uh, Ooh, we're going we're biblical going today. Yeah, we're going biblical. Let's go. We're back to church. Psalms, uh, Psalms one thirty nine. <laughs> you know, verse fourteen. Uh, you know, Lord, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Woo! You know, bow, 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 bow. Um, you know, don't be afraid to be you. It encourages authenticity, mm. and that God has made you unique. Mm. Um, and God has made you, um. Not one in a million, but right now the <laughs> the world population is like what seven billion. Yeah, yeah one, you're you're one in that many one. billion people. <laughs> mm. And if you're watching this from the future, seven billion seven right billion. now, <laughs> almost eight billion. Mm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I I love that, and you know, and the the thing about modern society right mm. now is that it encourages people to be carbon copies of different things. <sighs> You know, and fingers are gonna come off. Yeah, I would play my sound effect, but um, my phone's too far away from me. <laughs> uh, That's right. <laughs> you just make this clear for everyone who's watching. Um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, like, what is it? Yeah, nah, I, I love it. Don't be afraid to be you, and uh, 
I love that. Remember to shower every day. <laughs> yes. Sprinkly. Because <laughs> remember, fearless. You don't want to make other people fear, fear you. you. <laughs> Oh no, that's such an amazing <laughs> slogan. I think I'm moving on to us, but that's such an amazing um, slogan. Um, be you, be fearless. These guys have covered it. I'm telling you now, like being yourself is the most easiest way to live life. Right. Don't try and put up a face. It's harder. It's harder. I'm telling it you, is. it's level 99 hard. You got to go to this place and put on a mask and then go to this place and put on a mask. Just be yourself. If people don't like you, it's okay. Yeah. If they like you, mean. Do yeah. some stuff together. But um, I hope that encourages you guys this morning. Be you, be fearless, be real. Good morning. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to your Pacific Morning Show. It's Hannah, Isaw, and we're here with the amazing Tina. Wagwan! Um, yeah, <laughs> Tina, so um, can you please explain to us, you know, the work that you do and some of the challenges that you face? Yes, so EB Madistry. First, I'd like to say, like, working with our people has been the greatest, like, life it's been with because you get all the emotions you don't just get like one emotion mm. um i think what really encouraged me to start this like scene of dance talent agency media and all of that is because i just love our people and there's like a lack of representation when it comes to people in the fashion or modeling scene yeah um but yeah i i love it I started this talent agency because I was just with groups of friends who are always doing shows. Um, Diamond Seta, um, Laura, Talosia, St. Fina. And I was like, man, we don't really have a Pacifica Indigenous talent agency. We've got groups of people who kind of do shows or do events or come in. Hey, can you come model for this? Or you can come model for that. But we yeah. always, it's always for like a set event. Yeah. Like, oh, we need you for this. So then I was like, Seta actually, my sister Seta was like, sis, you know, let's do a call out. Let's just see who can come and help for this yeah. um workshop. So we put it out there and then there were like over 80, 80 people from our beautiful community that reached out and said, I want to be a model. I want to do this. Wow. I want to, I want to come through. So I was like, man, how are we going to do this? This is just off Instagram. We don't even have <laughs> a space or we don't even have, where we're going to put people in, where we're yeah. going to share and connect that with. So yeah. I managed to kind of just nudge down and put it on the goal. Lord, help me. And I was praying about it because I was like, is this, if this is for me, like, let me know if we can make this happen. Yeah. So a lot of people came and helped. Like, it wasn't just kind of like, Tina, this is what I'm going to be doing. Like, it was more so every time we had a community event or we had like a show and stuff, I kind of gathered and kept the group like, we're going to be the face of Pacific Indigenous talent. Amazing. So then if OKV or Tarakai Village had an event or out here in Manukau or Pacifica, like we were like, okay, we're going to go as a group. Mm -hmm. And whether it was any show, if it was a diverse show, if we're going to like the Indians or Chinese event, or we just kind of went as a group. Amazing. And then we kind of started with like 10, 15 people just, and this was, hey, that's no a lot resources. of people. They yeah, should it's... be very proud of that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, for me, it was exciting because 
when do we ever see our people kind of going into castings and stuff for our own type of talent? We're either going to cam talent, 62 models, or other yeah. people that are of not of our descent yeah, trying like to the establish. establish our people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're fit for this, you know, I don't know, example, Jason Momoa thing, because you look like what Jason Momoa is looking for. Or, mm. you know, it's like background talent, you know, they've yeah. got... But I was like, hey, we should be monitoring and looking after our own because mm -hmm. they will feel connected to our own talking to them. Like yeah. even like sitting down in a room like this, how we tell Noah and how we speak, it's it's different. Because mm -hmm. when they go into office, they're like, what am I signing up to? Mm -hmm. And I think what you're doing is like, <laughs> like <coughs> sorry, Sina. Um, I think what you're doing is very interesting because um, just my experience as a Pacifica person, mm. you know, like when you when I grew up in New Zealand and I'm seeing these white women on TV with like, they didn't look like me. Right. And I, I, I my hair's thin now because <laughs> I've given birth, you know, but when I was young, I had big hair mm -hmm. and everyone was like, oh, it's Mahana's here. Mahana's back at school. Um, and then, you know, having problems with my Look at me nose. laughing. I'm not supposed to be laughing. I'm one of the islanders who will understand the constant laughing right. because I'm that person. Yes. I laugh if it's sad. I laugh if it's, it's happy, happy. And I need to learn to control that. Girl, but it's my thing same. too. So don't even yeah. worry. Yeah. Laugh at our pain. <laughs> It's, Look at a, it. it's it's a trauma response. It's it's definitely yeah, a trauma response. So so, so from my like from you know being raised in school and seeing mm. girls that don't look like me, mm. what you're doing is very interesting because I would have never imagined myself to be a model. I would have right. already had the preconceived idea mm. like nah, pretty. That's, yeah, I don't fit it. there. I yeah. don't yeah. fit there. So now that you're doing that, it's like crazy. Yeah, that's what we're fed by the media though. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. exactly and like that's what it is sis you pretty much said it and saw it's like we already have this idea of we're not good enough mm. so we're, we're the talent like we've been here for thousands of years we, we came on boats man we came canoes mm. like we were we knew we were like the talent you mm. know we, we so i was just kind of like this is nothing new when people can't come to us or even bring us a paper and say we want to sign you up it's like i already know who i am so before you giving me that paper and telling me to sign up with your agency or something, it's like, we got to, it's not reinvent, but what's that word? Like, let our talent know you don't really have to belittle yourself or mm -hmm. kind of like put yourself into a shower and say, oh, I don't know where to go because I'm not connected to people that are in the talent industry. But we yeah. have heaps of people that are doing it. Yeah. Laura Swan, St. Fina, Talosia, like, China, Tab Pacific, all of that, but we're doing Maybe it in it's our accessibility, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Accessibility. Yeah. And you know, we do things collaboratively. So like I love the models. I like I call them models because I was like, you are a model. We gotta stop saying that you're not you know, we we we're so vain on Instagram and Facebook. I see it all the time, like, girl, we gotta put you in a pageant. Because mm. I see you taking selfies all day, every day. And it's just like, how do we put that talent into, you know, find their niche or find something that they're credible for? For all sizes, you know, yeah. all sizes, all beauties, all types of noses, ears, afros, mm. eyebrows, eyes. Sometimes, you know, we all kind of, certain people don't like the way our arms are or like our, Absolutely. you know, our hands. Are, which is weird because I uh, every time I say this, it's actually happening or the way mm. your toes are shaped. <laughs> and it's funny you say that. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. like, eh? Or your neck or your... Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, in this platform and in this agency we learn values mm. of loving who you are before you even step onto the runway or step onto the stage you know we oh 
It makes me so angry. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it so well. And I just think like, you know, comes back to that quote, just be you. And you mm. know what? I've been trying to find a way to put this into a platform and I keep saying, oh, I can't do it on my own. I can't. But man, just do it. And when I finally came to that realization of being confident to do it at my age, because even some of our people are like, you know, wow, that's young to to do a platform like that. But I'm like, why not? (laughs) Girl, why not? You know, why not, auntie? Like, why not? Or why not? Why can't we go out and be big you know god is big and you know i sometimes you know my dad sends some messages about you know verses and stuff i'm like oh here we go another verse but when i actually read into it i'm like we are made you know someone that's younger than me might have an idea that is bigger than me but i think that's part of my i feel of like my work and what my mahi is to like connect that person into loving who they are knowing that you're you're worth it and like kind of be that next kind of voice to them and say, yep, you can do it. Mm. Go for that casting for New Zealand Mm. Fashion Week and show them what you're about. Like, Mm. what are we afraid of? What are you going to lose besides Mm. rejection? Which is, we get rejected all the time, Mm. you know? (laughs) It's it's not like a, it's not nothing new. Like, we we get rejected if you're you're going for something. You get rejected. You didn't make the basketball team or you didn't, your mom's saying, no, you can't eat that. Your card declined at McDonald's. (laughs) Or you, Which has happened? Or you, or you ask that girl out for ice cream <laughs> and she says she's lactose intolerant. Oh, <laughs> which has happened? Or, you know, which... Yeah, it does. Hasn't happened to me. A, what we're trying to say is rejection is a part of that life. That not happen to me. <laughs> oh, we're getting real here. I'm sorry. We're getting real, yeah. No. Oh, my God. And I think what you're doing... Sorry, sorry, you go. No, no, oh, no. I, I was just going to say, you know, I like that it builds confidence, but it also builds resilience. Right. You know, we kind of, you know, we kind of see that uh, a lot of it these days, and I, I'm, I'm still guilty of this mm. myself, is that, you know, sometimes when I fall off the horse, for lack of a better term, because I'm talking, sometimes when I fall off the horse, I just... Stay off the horse. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, you got to pick yourself back up. And nah, yeah, nah. I'm so proud of you, Tina. I am so proud of you, honestly. Oh, you're, nah, the work us, you're doing man. is so so amazing. And I find it very uh, something I can relate to. Mm. And it's a common experience amongst Samoan, beautiful Samoan girls. I'm not saying myself, I'm talking about other girls. <laughs> Because, you know, in school, I may have talked about it lightly because we were just laughing. It was a trauma response. Esau was right. This is the third time he's been right today. Um, You know, (laughs) when people used to mock me, like, for having big hair and just not, like, I didn't feel like I look like mainstream Mm. beauty. Bro, I actually went and cut my hair like a balangi. I actually did. And I had the mullet. You know, the 2000s mullets that everyone had? (laughs) I know. The the emo. Yeah, I know. And I was the worst. I was the biggest, like, emo. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is what is beautiful at the time. That's when Paramore was coming out. Red jumpsuit apparatus. I love Paramore. They're they're really great. (laughs) But what we saw mostly during high school in that time was um, genge balangi, mm. like uh, white features and things like that. And I'm not saying white features are bad. They're exactly. beautiful. They are. Um, but they don't look like us. So no. that's where the misconception came from my end. So I think what you're doing is like so powerful because yeah. 
I wish I heard what you said when I was girl. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And just to add on to that, sis, it's it's true. Like we've got models in our group that are five XL, six XL girls and boys. Wow, yeah, um, mm. skinnies, but. Every time they come in, I always call us a family mm. because no one is better than anyone. No one's prettier than anyone. No one is because we have the same, you know, issue. we laugh about it all the time. But at the same time, you know, someone calling Neoli, like, you know, black or she's black or her Afro is just too bold for pe mm. people to understand what they are. It's the same thing when it comes to the fashion and modeling industry. It's people need to understand what's going like inside of that person and mm. There's character behind someone, but we're trying to tap into it and be like, girl, you know, it's. And what they're going through internally is totally valid. It's. But because you're a model in an agency, you're feeling like your body is a product. Right. Like, how have you been able to juggle that with your girls, like yeah. making them understand it? So it's like, I think because we come back to that mainstream scene of like, when you're a model, you're a mannequin. Mm. So you just put the clothing on and you just look straight. But in our platform, you have value you got a character, you know, you've got a family, you've got mm. a community that's looking at you. You've got to understand to love yourself. And I know as cliche as that may sound, like we say it all the time, or sometimes we're like, love yourself, yeah, be yeah. fearless. But it actually have a very but deep meaning. Yeah, it has mm. a deep meaning. And when, when we're actually sitting down with our models and even we're at Mangere Town Center for our workshop and like our elders, our master tools that are sitting on the side are like, we haven't seen this, you know, we're seeing our, our bigger girls, our, our even our skinny girls or even our different color shades of people walking up and down the mm. town center mm. and our people are smiling because it's like about time. It's like, you know, it's about damn time. Yeah, you yeah. know, like Lizzo says, because we've been waiting a long time for this to happen. And I think it's more so of a confidence thing as well. Like gap teeth. You know, we're proud mm, of that. Be proud mm. of that. Your ears. Be proud of that stomach. You yeah. know, be proud of it. Because, you know, yes, we, we we see things like, oh, my gosh, health and all of that. But why, why is that person the way that they are? You know, why is, you know, there's got to be a story behind why someone is like that. Mm. And that's the difference between someone going into a mainstream talent agency to us as Indigenous people. Right. We understand that's a cultural thing or sometimes it's a health thing or something's happened in the family or, you know, we relate, we connect. It's okay. I hear you. I see you. You know, that's what we say. Sometimes we see that in the community. I see you and I believe in you and I'm here for you. So mm. now let's make your dream pop. And, you know, we like to say in the, the, in the mainstream, it's a talent agency, but in all honesty, fam, like I see this as, it's just a plat. It's just a, the way we see community, a platform just, trying to find light, trying to find light and trying to make them know themselves, feel confident about themselves. And how do we share their story more, you know, to, yes. to navigate? Mm. We don't want you to stay here all the time telling your story, you know, go out. Exactly. Say, I'm wearing some poly gear or I'm wearing Nike or something, but this is how I got here is through this. So mm. I, I think a lot of the mainstream, they, they cut out that, that part, that part. Which, mm. I love Pasrika cultures, yeah. man. We're so caring. You know, <laughs> we these love, are the things when we love. We love. Yeah, yeah. Th those are things that they'll charge for, or oh, like, oh, yeah. that's that's your problem that's... to deal with. But because of our like collective Girl. kind of ca caring spirit, 
um, through our cultures, mm. it's kind of like in our minds, no, this is actually necessary right. if we want them to be productive and be great people and live great lives. Right. It's not only about the money that we're getting, we have to add value so that they can add value to us. A hundred percent, sis. And just to, I like to acknowledge some people that have been doing that. For sure. Um, mm. Like Nora Swan, she's, she's in, she's brought this perspective in for the next generation that's coming in. Um, same for you, Talosia, like, these people that are working from the grassroots, from the ground up to where they are, they've they've just done so much. Every mm. speck, Adi, like there's, they've just got such beautiful hearts and mm. they want our people to to do well. Mm. And you're so right, money. Mm. Like it comes down to that, eh? It comes down to that. Yeah. What are you paying for my consultation? Exactly. To help you exactly. be great. Oh, you want to talk about your feelings for yeah. three minutes? <laughs> Extra $200, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> Girl, exactly. And just like what well, Mike is Mike King, how he started yes. yeah. he started crying about mental health and like how much that it has impacted him mm. on his because he's seen so many stories. Like I related to that because I'm like, oh man, I felt what he's going through because people are taking this thing as a like a you know, like, oh, they gotta just get off their feet, man, and just you know, mm. but they don't understand like what's going through someone's mind and you can relate that what mike mike king was said to fashion to modeling to music to you know how someone is being mm. it's so important and like i kind of got sad when he was saying that because yes. even the host they couldn't understand what he was going through it yeah. was, was kind of like they they didn't connect they they, they can't connect because they don't know what it's like to be low or be because privilege they're privileged you know mm. at the end of the day people are privileged and you know, our people are not privileged, to be quite honest. We don't have the resources. We don't have, you know, I wish we had so much just to go and pick up these models and take them to a show and stuff. But, yeah, at the end of the day, we're just doing our best. And, you know, 10 years after this, I hope someone comes into my place and says, yeah, girl, you go do your thing. I'm the next generation coming to Afi and take, you know, move the talent forward so that we mm. can see people not gatekeep. Yeah. You know, this is my business, so mm. I'm gonna keep it to me. No, you mm. can't come in because I want to. I'm getting funding for this one. Yeah. No, girl, you come in, make it even better. Yeah, that's that's the that's the like you know the Pacifica mm. oceanic way of living is that we always got something, we always shared it out. Right. And you know, so we get knowledge, we share it out, we get food. We share, share, share it out. out. Sorry, yeah. didn't bring any today. No, 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 it's all good, honestly. That's what I do. Great. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just happy to hear that you're playing such a big part in enabling people who don't, in enabling people to see themselves mm. on the runway mm. or on posters or That's it. you know in print media and all mm. that sort of stuff so because yeah a lot of times if you if you don't see yourself up there yeah, on posters or on ads you're invisible absolutely you know <laughs> and, dance about it yeah, the whole day yeah you know and, and if you're invisible it's to society then oh you might as well just not exist so you know being being visible being seen and you know loving the skin you're in or loving the skin that you're in enough to change what you can right um yeah there's 
you know, it's all part of real self-love. Yeah. So I am amazed and in awe of what you're doing because it, it's very personal for me, the work that you're doing. It speaks to a younger girl, um, the 14, 15 year old me. And I'm so glad that, you know, I've gotten to understand what you're doing and the hard work you're doing. So, you know, we're going to support you. We got your back. And, um, shot my sis. Boom! We got your back. And I'm so happy for the work that you're doing. And I hope that it grows. We're here to support you as it grows, but we'll be right back with some more. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to your Pacific Morning Show. Here with Hannah, Asex, Cover Card, Dashian, Beautiful Man, and Tina. <laughs> Woo! Beautiful woman. Woo! Tina Kardashian. Tina Kardashian. Kardashian. Welcome back, everyone. We hope you're all having a lovely Monday morning. Um, so, Tina, in the work that you do, modeling and talent agency out there, scouting our people mm. um how has your experiences been trying to juggle you know western beauty standards and you know the standards of beauty that we have in our own pacific communities has that been difficult and how have you been able to try and juggle it mm. oh my god love that question um i think our reaching out to our people is super easy mm. it's trying to not change or conform them. It's trying to put their beauty and their talent to fit us getting like, you know, talent jobs or, you know, fashion shows and all of that. Thankfully, we've been doing a lot of our Pacifica Indigenous shows. So it's been, mm -hmm. it's been okay. It's yep. been good because people are like, oh, that's our people. But when we look at the mainstream of what's happening with, you know, Aotearoa, when we look at beauty and when we look at the way we view it, yeah, I feel like if you open up a magazine, Women's Weekly, Yep. If you open up New Zealand Herald or you open up, you know, just our, the magazines that we kind of look at just to see like, oh, our people are winning or our people are... One is makeup. Mm -hmm. So makeup is a big thing in our community. I'm wearing it right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've got a little bit on. Um, two is size. You know, the way we right, size right. that. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm considered, you know, plus size in China, I think. Because <laughs> this is quite yeah, big yeah. in China. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I think their size four is like, I mean, our size four is like their size six or something. Mm. Or I don't, no, that doesn't make sense. Wow. I think our size six is their size four. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. So like beauty standards in the Western is is Good. has been a huge impact here in Aotearoa because the way we look at pageantry or modeling or if we look at how we dress and stuff that comes from what the westernized people are doing yeah um the way we you know i style our hair and stuff I, i've kind of changed that way because i've i'm loving myself more mm -hmm. than i used you know 
used to when I was in high school because I used to look at e-channel. Um, you know, yeah, the magazine. America's Next Top Model. Yeah, Women's Day magazines. Women's Day yeah. magazines, and I used to be like, "Oh my gosh, why isn't my bum looking like that? Or why isn't my eyelash <laughs> playing around with makeup yeah. to get that you know look?" But it's filtered. Yeah, can like I just say that Americans Next Top Model show was super toxic? It was. It was. It was. You know what? But you know what? It was oh, revealing yeah. of the beauty industry. Exactly. Yeah. As much as I loved it, and when you look back at it now, yeah, you're like, I can't believe Tyra told someone to cut their hair because they weren't good enough, or yeah. they weren't, or closed their gap, yeah, or you know, your eyes are too big. And I think that's why the show is kind of like not as popular as it as it was and before. Well, so, yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. I mean, but what if you know? If that's how it was on the show, mm. and they're mindful, they know that the cameras, and it's edited yeah. as well. Oh, mm. without the cameras rolling. That puts it on another level. Who yeah. knows what's happening behind the scenes? Right. Yeah. You're so right. And mm. that's what's happening with our events and our shows and stuff happening here as well. New Zealand Fashion Week's coming up. It's like the biggest fashion show in Aotearoa. And like, how are they every time i click on the page or every time i see or view something i'm like i never see like someone that looks like us you know all the time they may have a semi salsa in there right now like you mm. know being like there but it's always stand like they've got a standard that you kind of have to be even with like australian runways yeah. or fashion week or new york fashion week yeah it's so like you have to be this particular you have to have this particular look to kind of like win or see the game but i feel like it's who you're connected with as well yeah. if you're not connected to to like if i was connected to beyonce or something i'd be like oh girl i want us to be at the next mm. you know fashion show they'll, yeah. they'll probably you know round up some people to come from our talent agency and be at that show but at the same time they will strip away that person yeah to conform to their side so if i was to talk about the way you know, westernized beauties have impacted us. It has impacted us hugely here in Aotearoa. Because why can't, you know, someone that is of 5XL, 4XL, 3XL, 2XL, 1XL, or just as themselves come onto the front cover or come onto the, you know, be the face of something. We're kind of making our own now, like Mm. creating our own platform, support people on their faces and stuff. So I love that even this podcast, you know, you're creating stories, you know, we've got Pacific platforms that are doing their own, but it's like, how do we make that mainstream? Because when we say mainstream, it's kind of like, oh, that's the top what of everyone the list. Knows. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. the top of, of, the, of the list. And I have to say as well, some of our Pacific platforms, they, they conform to that. Yeah. You know, they conform to that because they're like, you want to be at the top, you got to do this. Yes, you got to work hard. I understand. You got to work hard. You got to, there's heaps of challenges you have to go through in order to do that, but don't sell your soul to the point where you just don't even know who you are. You're stripped away your, your you know, entire yourself, being. Your, your entire yeah. being. And that's, I think that's why I'm so big on this because when I see someone, they want to, I think you can get there, mm-hmm. but there's a shortcut, a shortcut in that you can just, you know, sell stuff straight away and you're already there. Or you can reel you know, your character and build yourself, build experience and learn mm-hmm. to be there. But I feel like the westernized attitude and the way they conform things have really come into Aotearoa because 
I remember when I was in a pageant as well, you know, they're telling me how to, you know, put my dress on and walk and talk and Tina, you should cover your gap. I think your hair is too. These things were happening and this is the reality of what's happening in beauty. That's why I wanted to start this platform because of the insecurities and because of the, of the experiences that I experienced. I don't want them to go through that. Mm. There's other ways to kind of make out people, you know. And I guess that's what makes you so unique because you're bringing the well-being side. To modeling, to modeling as part of the job. Right. Whereas right. previously it was just like, no, this is what yeah. you need to look like. And this is what the you size need. you need to be. Yeah. And I love that. That's great. And just, you're so mm. right because it's kind of like you have to, yes, you have to work hard, but there's two things. When, when people say work hard, I was like, what do you mean work hard? Like mm. work hard to strip the, like themselves yeah. away or working hard to actually get bookings and work hard on finding yourself, work hard and knowing connections and yeah. being authentic to who you are. And building your voice. Because that's another thing with the models I'm saying, be smart. You know, be smart. But you, every time you get booked for something, ask them, what do I get in exchange? And voice that out. Because sometimes, yes, 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 I can do that promo shoot. I can do this shoot. I can, you're doing things for free. And then it's yeah. like, you're going to be looked at as, oh, it's the, the yes crew. They can They'll do it because they just want, they want to get booked, booked, booked. That's what's like yeah. working hard. You can work hard. But then where's the value of you being an indigenous model or someone coming purpose. into that? Yeah, of yeah. purpose. So it's just like be um strong, but also use that mana that we've always had for thousands of years. And being a model, like being a model, being a, it can be anything, musician, being a talent, being a dancer, because I feel like, that's that. That's the westernized way of looking at beauty. Even the Filipino culture, when it comes to pageantry, right? Like, I've seen know, some of their stuff on yeah, TikTok, man. That's it's, crazy. It's like, like from six years old, yeah. These girls are walking professionally in like massive heels, massive heels. on like a yeah. thin wood like this. It's, it's God, crazy. The culture there for beauty is like you look dark, or you have a little bit of belly, or your your thighs are a little bit big. When it comes to pageantry, or more, you get bullied online just because you're you don't fit that characteristic of how they want to see you on a platform can we can can we like kind of apply that to our pacific Mm. circles let's go there people right (laughs) make it relevant to us because we all know if you're light-skinned in pacific communities you're kind of held up as oh Oh, the fashion is beautiful. Come through, you know, the, the colorism is real. <laughs> and just to add a layer to that colorism, the Balangi or the Afagasis and Samoans oh. always. Um, <laughs> I had my experience. This is a personal lived experience, guys. This is not factual. But <clears throat> many of the Afagasis would think they were elites because they had lighter skin. Oh, yeah. So it's internalized as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Tongans, Tongans do that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, it hurts, mm. you know, being growing up. Like, let's be honest, I'm not even that dark-skinned, right. but I've been called black yeah. so many times. <laughs> and, I, and you just kind of internalize that and you feel, like, disgusting. This, yeah. And I still kind of feel that way and mm. I'm still, and I'm working on it. It's one of the many things right. that I'm working on. Um. So, yeah, it's... How do you how do you try and how would you say would be the best way to kind of pry that mm. sort of behavior out of our circles? Mm. Oh, I love it. So you just literally said it how it is. And 
just to give a personal experience so people know I'm not talking smack. Like, it happens in our community. Like, it does. It really does. Whether, you know, your nose is bigger, your ears, your... And that's what I'm saying. Like, that westernized attitude has come into our... Yeah. Yeah. It's not a positive impact. It's not. That's 100%. Because, like, coming into the pageant scene, coming into the modeling scene, we're still, you know, telling our people, you got to be this exact, you know way of looking yep. for beauty. Look at the Miss Donna, Miss Hale, Miss Heilala pageant that happened a few years ago with how beautiful is it? Um, Orlok? Galo. Galo, yeah. yeah. There was a massive backlash of the way she looked because she was representing Tonga and even with the Cook Island pageant, I had the same particular thing. What, we're taking a black girl to represent us at Miss Pacific Islands? Mm. Like, are we sure? Like, is she of, is, she looks Fijian? She's like, yeah. And people don't understand our culture. This is where the understanding comes into. It's just yeah. like, do you are you do you really know your people? Do you really Absolutely. know your culture? Do we really know ourselves? We have to, you know, we've got so much of an impact of how beauty is looked at. We're not even tapping into. It's only yes, we've got a huge percentage of a huge percentage of our people and number of people that are you know fighting to yes, our beauty is this. This is beautiful. This is indigenous. This is amazing. But if we're going to be 100% honest, we still conform to westernized yep. ways of beauty. Absolutely. And we can't hide that underneath the carpet. Colonized, because colonized that's happening. of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my pumpkin is out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's there and it's happening. And like, I relate to you. I relate to you so, so on what you said because we have experienced that. Sis, I relate to you because I've ex- we have experienced that. And it's about time we say that because... What's a prime example? A fashion show or an event. We look for the most, you know, the most beautiful person to represent us to go on the mic or we look for the most, you know, who's got a, a beautiful reputation of beauty to come on mic. But we kind of look down at people who don't have that experience or we kind of look down at someone who's, I would say, darker yeah. or, um, you know, who looks different and doesn't look of that you doesn't look like the package that they're looking for. And I feel like, why is that? What, why are we belittling our own people? Why? <laughs> because it just yeah. doesn't make us specific. And we say, we're celebrating Pacific beauty. Whereas some of our, our own people and our own brands don't even do that. And that's right. challenging for some of our models and our, our, the people that are coming into the talent scene or industry right to see themselves love themselves because they're still getting mocked continuously every day for being who they are. Absolutely. And if it's weight, be- uh, if it's weight, beauty, hair, eyes, the way, the way we look, sometimes we look at our own selves and we're just like, I've got a cousin or I've got someone that has been mocking that person for being overweight or, you know, some people, even on Facebook, I see it all the time. It's like, if someone's just, Feeling themselves and yeah. loving every bit of themselves. Yes. Yeah. And then you see that one comment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just exactly. like, yeah. that has to ruin the, the yeah. you know, of someone feeling beautiful. And it's just. And like, you know, from this conversation that we're having, I'm picking up quite a few things. Like, the one thing I'm picking up is that Pacifica people have work to do mm. in regards to reframing what we classify as beauty. Beauty. And what yeah. we classify as self worth. And that we are worthy to be in front of cameras and on big screens. Mm. And our features are worthy to be on that. But my question to you, Tina, then, is 
what do you what are some steps some practical steps we can do if someone is listening right to sort of move forward and adjust to changing that mindset that these western beauty standards are not mm. you know final mm. this isn't the final form of beauty mm. right can we put up the final form vegeta mm. meme please anyway, <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> but what i'm saying is it's not the final form and that's such a beautiful thing that you're doing but what are you, what are some of your advice for someone that's listening or everyday listeners how can they overcome the western beauty pushed onto our onto us yeah. and understand a new way of seeing beauty oh 100% one is the media the criteria of how we set the standard of beauty of who we're bringing on shows two is magazines um like right now what's a specific magazine that's sharing our stories you know mm. who's a platform that's sharing that beauty of our stories as well how are we coming into our community you know workshops or how are we bringing up the way we see beauty mm. you know at our community level to say this is what beauty is yeah and yes we're doing that at grass grassroot level but at the same time who's working at these platforms to get mm. our people up there and get more stories of saying this is who we are as indigenous people. We yep. love who we are. So I think it's more so of the simple steps of coming to our storytelling, coming mm-hmm. to our storytelling and letting people know this. That's right. We're taking a step. We're, we're mm-hmm. saying it out. Having that fearlessness as our um, beautiful poetry writer, that, that that's taking a step. It's being real, mm-hmm. being honest with how we see beauty. Another thing is making sure we are like, Double, the double standards get to me because we say we're all about the Pacific and then yet we put someone who's, who looks completely different on a front cover yeah. talking about Pacific things. Yeah. The people on panels as well, when we have Pacific shows or when we have, like, are they really Pacific? Do they really know our people? What's the criteria looking at how we're judging these things? Even for pageantry as well. You know, one thing is it's like, we have the power to change it, but we have gatekeepers, mm. you know, and I hope they're listening to this because like I seen it all the time. It's like mm. we're, we're selective on who's going to be representing or who's going to be showing like our way of being Pacific and indigenous. And I think like, it's not dropping the ball, but it's being smarter, mm. being proactive on the way that we see beauty for all different size, shapes and colors mm. um, and identifying why is our hair the way that it is? Why are, why is our eyes? Why do you look like that? You know, Mika, who's a mm. 5XL model. Or why do you look like that, Christina, who is, you know, a really skinny model? Do you know yourself? Do you know why that tattoo's on there? Do you know why you, like... Know yourself. Yeah, know yourself. We've got to know ourselves. Even for me, and sometimes I have to read and, like, you know, look at why am I doing this? You know, why is this person represented? Why is someone on that cover... 99% of the time it's because they fit the the description of the description of what they're yeah. looking for and you know of this beauty standard that we see but ultimately fam beauty is all sizes all shapes beauty is you know there isn't really a, a standard definition of beauty because beauty is you sis beauty is you so you know beauty beauty is everything it's not a face because mm. we've defined beauty to be our face or yeah. be um, makeup. A certain be, type of feature. A feature, right? yeah. yeah. But beauty is an environment. Beauty mm. is community. Beauty is when I walk in, someone's smiling. Beauty is when I walk in, someone's being real. 
swept like that that's real beauty and that's why that poetry is beautiful because she's being true yes, to herself exactly and oh she's, my gosh you know the way we identify beauty we got to come back to the steps because yeah. <laughs> people have really changed the way we see beauty mm-hmm. to this day and i think back in the day when we like I would say back here in our ancestral times, I'm going to take it back to indigenous times when we used to just not really put so much pressure on how to be beautiful. Mm. Girls used to just be natural. Exactly. Yeah, and just to... You can see it in culture our culture. Yeah. yeah, culture was a big thing. And I, I'm not saying that we're not doing that now, fam. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, all things are beautiful. And don't let one standard, you know, define all of us and say, we got to be looking like this. No, you don't need to look like that. Beautiful is... It's everything. Beauty is everything. It's finding the invisibility in, in someone and bringing that visibility out. So I just, yeah, Honestly. I could go on and Girl, on about <laughs> all Honestly, of this. Yeah, what a beautiful message, and that really, that really got to me. That really touched my heart. Honestly. <laughs> Um, I don't know why, but I have to sing this. I have this weird thing that happens in my head. She's beauty and she's great. She's Miss United States. <laughs> Miss Congeniality. One of my favorite films oh my um, growing up. And I kind of like that film. The comedy was good. And that was the, like, she, she, I fobbed out. See, like, yeah. that's a film that shows, like, the balance of it yeah like you could see that the struggles that the girls went through for everything but thank you thank you thank you so much tina for coming on and sharing your message this is so valuable to us Mm. um we this is not a last episode for us we're gonna have more yes um i feel like there's so much value you can add to (laughs) our speaker audience and the youth that are listening right now but um thank you so much tina any last words you saw i haven't seen that movie Miss Congeniality, oh my gosh, part one and part two. That's been this, like the movie think. heaps of times at 7 pm on TV. <laughs> the free TV that everyone used to get. Um, our TV was broken a lot. Oh my gosh, so who was <laughs> yeah, Exactly, but thank you so much, Tina, good and good morning, everyone. Woo! Woo! <laughs>